This is Jets at Noon with Cameron Poitras and Jim Toth on 680-CJOB. You know, everybody has been been dealing with the effects of inflation. And, um, you know, we've been uh, reminding ourselves that we, we have to be very, very respectful of that. Uh, you know, we weren't dealing with these inflationary pressures when we started 12 years ago uh, that have put uh, a great deal of pressure on people's discretionary spending. Welcome to Jets at Noon, Cam Poitras, Jim Toth. A little snippet of a conversation uh, with Mark Chipman, as well as uh, Jim Toth, who joins me now. Hello, Cameron. Happy Friday. Free for all. And some news to talk about. That's right. So this is, uh, there's uh, an article in The Athletic by Chris Johnson, who's going to be joining you at 2.30 later on this afternoon. Yeah, Chris Johnson, he's on the West Coast. He's going to join me at 2.30 to talk about the article. And what I said to Chris is, because we had Chipman on in October, as you just heard. Yeah. But we're going to talk about his athletic piece. But I also wanted to say, I wonder what this is resonating, because we're going to spend the next hour or two talking about it with you, our listeners. But um, I also said to Chris, I want to talk to you about how this is resonating with the rest of the NHL, like the other board of governors and what they're viewing Winnipeg with this 27% uh, decrease in season tickets over the last three years. So the article is Winnipeg Jets ownership sounds the alarm on attendance not going to work over the long haul. That's the name of the article. Uh, Then again, that's from Chris Johnston. Uh, from the article today, but the audio I just played all the way back on October 27th, where uh, Chipman said much the same as he said in that article uh, with some different things. And we'll get into that uh, back on October 27th when in your conversation with you, Jim. Uh, but he said a couple of different things and we'll, we'll get into that uh, as well. It is a game day. It's also free for all Friday, 204-780-6868, 204-780-6868. An optional morning skate today is the Winnipeg Jets are in Chicago uh, taking on Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks. 5.30 pregame show, puck drop at 7.30. Um, Mitchell Clinton, radio color analyst in Chicago, says Laurent Brassois, uh, the only goaltender at the optional morning skate, would imagine that means Hellebuck back between the pipes after Brassois' great performance against Minnesota. Uh, skaters out there, uh, Shifley, Perfetti, Morrissey, Barron, DeMello, Schmidt, Stanley, Kupari, as well as Nick Ehlers. Now, Nick was not a part of line rushes yesterday at practice before the team uh, made their way to Chicago early in the afternoon. Uh, Ayafalo had, uh, you know, was sort of his placeholder on that second line with Perfetti and Monaghan. Uh, but Bones had said that Ehlers is dealing with a nagging injury, expected to play tonight. Uh, but if he's still sore, uh, they're not going to risk further injury. So we'll wait to hear more uh, from the head coach. And if Ehlers are uh, uh, part of the optional morning skate today, is indication he will be on the ice tonight. Game tonight in Chicago. Yep. Everyone's talking about tickets. 780-6868 if you want to call in or weigh in. We'll get to that as well. But um, we also, Yeah, we got tickets to give away too. We'll give you we the cue to tickets. call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you the cue to call. You know what? It might be difficult because we're going to get a bunch of callers here today for uh, um, for free for all Friday. Maybe we'll take a text message for the for – Let's the, do that. We'll take a text message today. Let's so. add, we'll come up at 1230 with a trivia question. You can text 780-6868 if you know the answer. First text or through with the correct answer. We'll give you two tickets to Sunday's game against the Arizona Coyotes. Wasack. The Coyotes coming into that with an 11-game losing streak. But um, uh, just, uh, yeah, text the show, 204-780-6868. And we're, this is, I came in, I, I knew immediately, Jim, when this article came out by, by The Athletic, that this conversation was going to, uh, or the conversation today here on Free For All Friday was really going to be centered 
uh, around the, around the article, you know, concerns about just not working over the long haul attendance and all that uh, surrounding the Winnipeg Jets, getting some text messages already. Uh, already, uh, you know, Alistair text to show. He says, Hey guys, I'd love to know what portion of season tickets are corporate sponsors, as opposed to possibly, uh, throwing the public under the bus. That one from Alistair. How does that compare to other? Well, so Alistair, that, I think you need to read, you need to read the article, Alistair, because that's, that's not what it, the article Yeah, said. it's not corporate so much. The Winnipeg Jets, when they went about this, went about making this Manitoba's team and, and sold in packages and groups yeah. and allowed you to have more than one owner. They really limited the corporate buy to the tune of, they are by far, like more than 20 or 30%, yeah. the least corporate ticket sales in the National Hockey League. Yeah. I think they're at like 27, 28, 30%, maybe a little higher. But the next, I think the next lowest team that has corporate tickets is at 45%. Yeah. Like they really went to the individuals and to the package holders and to people who wanted to buy in groups. So, um, like there's a game tonight. We'd love to talk about that, but we know this is making news. So I'm just going to say, Cam, this isn't news to me. Um, I've always said when the Jets came back in 2011 that there's a cost to being in the National Hockey League. And I, I get why no one would would want to listen to that back in 2011. I was here. I remember the fever around them uh, getting an NHL team again and stuff. But I always said, now I thought it would be six or seven years because the average season ticket holder for any sport, according to Sports Illustrated article a couple of years ago, is about four to five years. And then they move on to something else or just buy the odd ticket and stuff. Um, so it wasn't surprising to me that this was happening the last two or three years. It was surprising that it took this long, but I've always said this Winnipeg and Manitoba, and um, I've always felt this way. It wasn't about the first three to five years. It was always about seven, eight, 10, 15, 17 years from 2011. Um, are you going to continue to buy a $200 to 120 to a 250 $400 ticket on a Tuesday when it's minus 40 out in February. Mm. And I, I I get it. Like in the article of Chris Johnson wrote Mark Chipman I thought had a quote that he talked about with me on the show in October that the last thing they want to do in this economy is go you have to buy hockey tickets. Yeah, that was the clip I, I opened up the yeah, show. There's yeah, there's groceries to pay for, people's mortgages and the interest rate and inflation and everything have gone through that. So to me, this is more of a conversation of the Jets need to get back to 13,000. Mark Chipman's told that to Chris Johnson. He told us that back in October. Richard Cloutier had a conversation with him around that time as well. I don't, I think, and I asked Mark, I go like, when do you see this happening? And he said in two to three years. In two to three years from October, they have to be back to 13,000. And that bolds well with where inflation and interest rates should be. Hopefully grocery prices drop a bit and all that. But I will reiterate, Cam, this is what it costs to be in the National Hockey League. You have to be willing to buy a ticket to games, maybe not in the immediate, maybe not in a year from now because of the economy. But when the economy comes back around, this team needs to sell 13,000 tickets. Um, Gary Bettman is going to be here on Sunday. There's been a lot of people reading a lot into that. Gary Bettman comes to the city every year, as he does to every other franchise, and has a visit. Meets with the corporate sponsors. There's no agenda here or anything like that beyond that. 
Scary Th- Batman this is coming. a good thing. There, it, there's it, there's cause for concern and there's concern. So I think that's a good thing. The yeah. worst thing they could do is, ah, it'll come back. Yeah, no, like it, it, this isn't this isn't out of the ordinary for the commissioner of the National Hockey League to come here. And I don't think it's any a reason for anybody to 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 get bent out of shape. And in, in terms of this article, uh, Jim, there there really isn't things that we're we're really learning here. Maybe some of the language is different. I mean, I, I mean personally, I'm not nervous at all. And Neil texts the show. Uh, he says it's Neil. Are the Winnipeg Jets? Um, are the Winnipeg Jets relocating? I mean, this is again. This is everybody. This is where the conversation immediately starts going. Could things be better? Yes. Are they dire? No. And did he say that the team is going to move if you don't buy tickets? No. Has he threatened to move the team if more tickets aren't sold? No. So I would be really hesitant to read that in into his comments. Um, and in terms of everybody has a reason as to why things are the way that they are. Attendance has been going up, by the way. They had a pretty decent crowd against the San Jose Sharks on, on Tuesday, and it was a near sellout against the Wild earlier here. But... Um, uh, we got some calls, so if you can just hang on, we're going to take a quick break, yeah. come back, and we'll get to your calls on this. But, I, like, I agree with you. I, I just, it's a story, right? And it's a concern. And it should be a concern. Don't get me wrong. That's why yeah. they're doing all this. But at the end of the day, and and I hate to say this, but at the end of the day, in two to three years from now, 13,000 people will have to be in that building. And if they're not, then it becomes a bigger story to me. Yeah. Then it becomes a bigger whatever um, we're, we're far, we're far away from that. We're far away from that, but it's, it's a concern and it's, it should be a good concern. This is a team that spends to the cap. This is a team that has now spent just as much money renovating the building as it has in building it. And this is a team that has signed some lucrative contracts to keep some star players here and they're winning. That's why the attendance is going up in my mind from 11,000 in October mm-hmm. to 14,000 on a weeknight against Minnesota. This also needs to be needs to be said. The Winnipeg Jets uh, have nine, twelve. They have thirteen home games left over the court over the rest of this season. Here, um, of those, they have a Sunday game, a Friday game, a Saturday game, and that's it. The rest of them are either on Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday or Wednesday. They only have three week. I I, I think the schedule. Uh, has has worked against them as well um, in terms of well, attendance. Weeknight on games are hard to sell. Well, yeah, and you only have three weekend Friday night, Saturday, Sunday games. But we have left some, over the course of the yeah. yeah sorry, let's take a break. We've got some callers, and we'll extend into the Jim Toll yeah. show with calls if we don't get to enough of them. So please be patient. We want to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, let's let's take a break. Let's come back. We'll we'll squeeze you on, Steve, Gene, Paul, Mike. See you on the line there. We're going to get to you. Um, and we'll just we'll be right back. Continue on this conversation here on uh, on on Jets at Noon Free Fall Friday. Jets at Noon on six eight CJOB. Well, Steve, thanks so much for waiting patiently. Of course, and uh, comments. If you're just joining us uh, from Mark Chipman, Chris Johnstone is going to be joining. Who wrote the article for the Athletic is going to be joining Jim Toth at two thirty uh, to give uh, a more insight into. Uh, that article concerning Winnipeg Jets attendance and the lack thereof. Steve's with us here. Hey, Steve, how you doing? We only got about a minute here, bud. So go ahead. Oh, what do you What do you want to yeah. say? Yeah, good. I'll just uh, rifle off a couple things here. I just you know, uh, yeah, I haven't read the article, but I'm assuming it's because uh, hockey operation revenues are down, and uh, you know, I I don't feel sorry for for the guy. You know, you look at it. Uh, there's new revenue streams coming on all the time. Gambling. I mean, every second commercial is a gambling commercial. 
You got David Thompson as your business partner, the richest man in Canada. Uh, True North also gets uh, dibs on every concert. Uh, you know, so there's concert revenue. Uh, you know, the franchise value, I mean, it was off off the charts last time I saw it. So, you know, if he ever wants to get a, a, a loan from a bank, uh, they'll be lining up to, to lend them money. Uh, you know, you look at, uh, uh, you know, and play, everyone knows playoffs are the gravy, right? So, but that's, uh, Steve, you know, yeah, he's spending to the cap, but so he's, he's making probably about $5 million, and they're going to make the playoffs, right? So he's making about $5 million per playoff home game. See, Steve, uh, see, know, the thing is, and, and I, I got to... Steve, that's not how you run a business. It, it, you got to have cash flow coming in. It's It still is a gate-driven league in the National Hockey League. And I do want to point out to you that the NHL, as compared to other leagues, relies on ticket sales more than any other professional league. It's like 63% of oh, their the annual too, revenue yeah. is ticket sales, compared to NBA, yeah, yeah. NFL... Major. So to say that you know they can get a loan, or to say that they have other revenues in jerseys and stuff, they don't. Sixty three percent of your yearly income is from ticket sales. Steve, I got to let you no, go, just because you know, Steve. I got to let you go. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but we have to take a break here. If you have something else to say, send us a text. Us a Steve, text. With the rest of Steve, it. send us a text. Two zero four seven eight zero sixty eight sixty eight. We'll be right back. Jets at noon on 680-CJOB. Injuries suck. And like you said yourself, at this time of the year, and, and like I mentioned before with the month of March that we're going into, it sometimes isn't easy. But, you know, like I said, I'm playing tonight. I feel good. Um, if I wasn't good enough to play, I, w- I wouldn't play. It was Nikolai Ehlers there. He's going to be playing tonight. He's going to be in the lineup. Perfetti, Monaghan, and Ehlers, Connor Scheifele, Velarde, Nita Ryder, Lowry, Appleton, uh, Baron, Nemestikoff, and Kupari uh, is going to be the forward group as the Winnipeg Jets take on the Chicago Blackhawks. 5.30 uh, pregame show. Puck drop at 7.30. Two big points uh, available for the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Two points I think they have to secure. Um, they're really starting to put the heat on the on Dallas and Colorado. Dallas starting to cool off after a real hot streak. Uh, they're three points back of them with three games in hand, one point back of Colorado also with three games in hand. Points percentage-wise, they are first in the Central Division. But those are points they got to pick up, Jim Toth. Yes, they are. It's an important game. And, and Sunday against Arizona, too. Now, Arizona's lost like 11 in a row. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this is, I think, when you make hay. The other thing that I'm looking at this weekend, Cam, is Chicago, you can't look past them. Arizona next, you can't look past them. But March gets real busy real quick. I think it's every second day they're playing games again, and that's Six, yeah. tough to get some. So they have to pocket these points. And last time they were in Chicago, this young punk won the game. Can't yeah. let this millennial come in. Are 18-year-olds millennials I, or are those 20-year-olds? Just a Zoomer, man. You That's can't a let Gen this Z. child run your show for you when you're a playoff team. Yeah, and Kelly Moore put this stat out earlier today uh, when he sent us a little information for the pre- and post-game show. The Jets tonight bringing a 20 games in 37-day span. So things, That's, yeah. things really, really starting to heat up in points. But, you know, I think it's good the Jets get into a rhythm. Um, I, I definitely do. Uh, again, pregame gets going at 5.30, puck drop at 7.30. We got some callers we got to get to. Um, really, really appreciate you guys hanging on for this amount of time. And it's free-for-all Friday. Uh, Gene, what's going on, Gene? Hi. So a couple things. Uh, they stopped selling mini-packs. They need to go back to that while they're struggling with their season ticket uh, situation. We bought one every year. They had five and six game packs. If you're struggling having uh, bums in the seats on weekday games, 
do weekday mini packs at a reduced price. Get people up. You know this is what it takes. People love a bargain. Um, but most of all, have a good run in the playoffs. It's Manitoba. People will jump back on the bandwagon, and you'll see them back next year. And then the other thing is, one of you said we have 13 home games left. We do not. We have 13 home games and home games for four rounds of the playoffs. Oh, okay. Oh, thank Gee. you. Bringing the fire. We like it. Thank you. Um, I, I did have Norva Rydell on two days ago to announce that, like, you can, if you put a deposit down for next year, you get first dibs or, or dibs on playoff tickets. But that what was interesting about that is it was like a quarter of a season, a half season, or even a full season of season tickets. So there were there options there. I don't know about the mini packs, but yeah, I think um, when before this, yeah, I'm I got to look into that. I wish I had the answer for you. I should have the answer for you, but I, I think that they were heading into this season. There was an option to buy four, six, or an eight game packages for fans to be able to design and craft their own ticket packages. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that yeah. I tell you, yeah, as somebody yeah. who used to get mini packs, I had no idea that was available. They need to go back to the promotion of the mini packs. Okay. They okay. Were strategic in what teams they put together and it attracted people to come out. They, they, you know, they, they had one really popular team in each pack. So for those that picked another team while the jets were gone and were, you know, are still hanging on, they got to go see their favorite team and then caught a few other maybe less popular teams at the same time. So it was great marketing. I just don't know if they're struggling with season tickets, why they wouldn't go back. To like like cable bundling, Gene. You get your HBO or your, your Fox, but you got to take... Um, I'm not talking about cable bundling. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Okay. And it's not cable bundling because NHL hockey is NHL hockey. It might not be a high team, yeah. but it's still that. Gene, Great call. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Gene. Really do. Uh, Mike. Mike's on the show. Hey, Mike, what's up? Uh, gentlemen, I, I guess I want to be more positive. I, I want to recognize the exceptional effort that I think the Jets are putting forward to, to meet this season ticket challenge. I mean, it starts with the, the leader, Mark Chipman, coming out admitting they have a problem. And if you, I commend everybody to read the article. He, he comes as close as he ever will come to an apology saying, we've done this wrong, we could do these things better. I mean, it's the first time, one of the first times that I've heard that degree of candor. So kudos to him. Kudos to uh, the GM. They worked on the product on the ice. That's very important. They signed Helly, they signed Shifley. So kudos to them. I'm a season ticket holder from day one. Uh, I'm part of the so-called individual group. I'm not a corporate participant, although the firm I worked at did have a box. I've never felt more appreciated this year. And I say that because I was fearful that with the emphasis on the corporate community, that there would be a de-emphasis or I would feel unappreciated. I've never felt more appreciated by the Jets and if you don't mind, I'll give a shout-out to my agent, Vince Capano. Um, fantastic job. So so I like all the things the Jets are doing. I think it's going to be a two-year-plus process. So I commend them, and I hope they keep it up uh, into 2025. Yeah, you know what, uh, Mike? Thanks so much for that for that call. I'm going I'm to pop you on hold here. And if That's you a keep great listening. call because Mike has called a lot. Yeah. He's a diehard fan. He's been a season ticket the whole, like he said. And he always gives us his honest opinion. And sometimes his honest opinion has been, they don't do enough for me. They don't this yeah. or that. And the fact that they've gone out and about and done that, I think that's a great call for Mike to to say that because he's, he, he's you know, unbiased either way. He just sees what he's feeling. Yeah. And this was the, 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 there was a quote in the article that I think resonated and I, and I agree. I think this is a spot on comment from, uh, from from uh, Mark Chipman saying, for 10 years, we weren't a sales organization. We were a service organization. And I'm not sure we were that good of a service organization, to be honest with you. 
I think that's a spot on. I think that's a spot and he, on. And he's admitted that. And and he's also said the way they went about it in 2011 wasn't the best way because they didn't have a lot of corporate sales. But if you remember that time, they tried to not have corporate sales because it was Manitoba's team, right? Yeah. Like it was everybody coming on board and blah, blah, blah. That's why also I think, just my opinion, Mark says, like to get him on in October, to be honest with you, he didn't want to come on the air at all and say – you got to buy hockey tickets because he understands that there's not a lot of extra money right now. I got this uh, clip, and this is pulled from your conversation with Mark Chipman all the way back in in October uh, uh, October 27th, uh, and here was a, a real good snippet of that conversation. Is there a chance in your tenure that this team could ever move? No, um, Jim. Um, this team is not going to move. Um, that ad was not intended to suggest that the team is going to move. Uh, look, I mean, we, if we do it over again, I guess we could have uh, not used those images. Uh, and, and I apologize if that offended anybody. Um, I, you know, I think, you know, I I've been in this and got into this because of the team leaving. Um, you know, I, I was, I spent a couple of years, uh, of my life trying to, you know, working with a lot of people to keep the team here in the first place. And it was that basis upon which we, we set out to bring a team back. So, um, you know, I guess I kind of understand why somebody would ask that question. Is it, but you, you, you know, as, as you would know, like the circumstances were very, very different in the mid nineties. There was no collective bargaining agreement that, that, you know, had, a salary cap and revenue sharing. There was no building. I mean, it was, it had run its course and the economics of the national hockey league just did not work for Winnipeg at that time. And they didn't work until 2004. And, and we now have a very strong partnership with our players and, and, and a, and a solid collective bargaining agreement. That's what makes the league work. That's why there's so much collective, uh, you know, balance across the league. I mean, when you listen back to that gym and what, what kind of comes back to you? Well, just again, there's concern right now. Yeah. I'm look, and I understand our first caller was saying like he's got David Thompson behind him, he's got this, he's got that. It's not how you run a business. How you run a business is you have a bottom line, um, and you need to generate this. Sixty three percent of ticket or ticket sales is, or sixty three percent is what NHL teams generate revenue out of. That's more than any other, like the NFL can rely on jersey sales and stuff like yeah. that and everything else. It they're, really they're is already, a gate-driven league. The NFL is already profitable before the, 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 the first kick. Yeah, and so, but um, to me, this is a discussion of why you're not going. Um, and, and it is a discussion of season ticket holders. I think people who have never been a season ticket holder are still going to a game or two, or maybe not because of the economy. I'm under the belief that there's a couple of things going on here, but the first and foremost is... If you're a season ticket holder, your mortgage likely went up $1,500 to $2,000 this past year. Your groceries have gone up everything else. It, it, it doesn't matter what kind of demographic financially you're in. If your mortgage goes up that much, that's your ticket sales to Jets that month. Mm -hmm. It really is. And to the ballet or to going to movies yeah. or to your trip to Mexico or what have you. Now, a lot of people will say here, if you have a house that big, you have more than enough money. Fair enough. Like, I don't, I don't want to get into this debate. No, I, I think just... the, 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 the ticket holder that buys three games a year and makes 20K a year and the person that makes $2 million a year in this city and, and has season tickets, you're all fans and you all live within your means. And when the means change, 
it's hard to go to a game. I also understand that what Mark was addressing there, what a lot of season ticket holders have told me is I don't get a lot for my bang for my buck and I, I don't get this and that. I had a season ticket holder, Cam, tell me he sits up top for 180 bucks. He's been there since day one, 2011, two seats. His friend got an offer for 180 bucks on Valentine's Day in the lower bowl. So he called his rep and he said, you know, I would like that. I would like to go down to the lower bowl. And he said, well, that's a nationally televised game. We want to fill the seats in, in the arena and all that. And that's just a special promo for that game. And he said, well, again, as a 12 or 13 year season ticket holder, I already paid my 180 bucks. I have season tickets. Can I just view from the lower bowl for a game? No. Those are the small things that I know Mark has told me they're working on, that kind of customer service. But this was two weeks ago, right? Like, there's a fever out there with anybody when they spend this much money, am I still getting what I get for? Yeah. And I think that's lost in pro sports because what you pay for is NHL hockey. Anything above and beyond that is a bonus. If you get a toque or a poster, they don't have to do that. Yeah. You're buying to watch National Hockey League hockey and you're getting that. But I think they understand more than ever that there's some customer service in here. If you've been around for five years, if you've been around for 10 years, that they could do some other things for you, not just for the people they want to get into the building. This was also part of the article too, Jim, and this was a quote from Chipman in the article. Had another guy annoyed over the fact that we had a discounted ticket and beer offering last year. Fair enough. You're a full season ticket holder. Somebody in your section got in on a promotion. We did. Our bad. It's a whole range of stuff, but pretty much everyone I spoke to today is coming back to a game. Um, it goes on to an earlier quote uh, when he spoke that uh, Chipman was making personal calls to people who had let their season tickets go away. Uh, they've been really very friendly. When I first started making them uh, those calls, I wasn't sure what I would encounter, but they weren't hard calls. They were, look, I want to come back, but I've got two kids, 9 and 11. They're playing hockey. I can't come to that many games, and I get it. We understand. So they offered an, an opportunity for that, these fans to come back. That is my demo. 11 years ago, that season ticket holder had a baby on the way. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Now, tell your 11 or 9-year-old that I can't come to your game tonight on a Tuesday because I got jet season tickets. I'm going to go watch that game. And if you want to go away for two weeks and then too, Jim, like in the summer, all of a sudden that becomes a lot more expensive. And then that 9 and 11-year-old have hockey on the weekend. Yeah. So can I race back to town or can I race back from, from one end of the city to the other in time for the 6 o'clock start on Saturday? That's, I think, being lost in this too. They have to get new season ticket holders. I'm totally with Mike, an earlier caller, saying this is going to be about a two-year fix. I, th- I think it will be, but I, th- it, I think it's going to be fine. we got to fire off some calls here. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Hey, guys, thanks for hey, taking my th- call. Thanks for holding for so long. What did you want to say, Dan? Not a problem. Love the topic. Uh, good, uh, kudos on the lady with the mini mini packs. Uh, bring those back. I remember that. Why not bring back Selectus seat at the same time too instead of this Ticketmaster overpriced nonsense? But uh, what I'm directly calling about is uh, your opinion. Uh, I'm very glad to see Logan Stanley fit back into the lineup. I'm not sure if he's playing tonight, if I missed that or not. But your opinion, I think he's filled in great and uh, has, uh, you know, played his role impressively since he's uh, been called to step back in. Uh, he wasn't a part of the line rushes. It was an optional skate, and he was out there for some for, for, for skating, but so was Schmidt. But uh, it looked like Schmidt was going to find his way back into the lineup uh, looking at the line rushes uh, from the practice yesterday with Sandberg paired back up with Schmidt. So um, I, I think we're going to see more of Logan Stanley as, as, as things go on here. So I, 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 I just think it's going to be 
Um, it's going to be something we keep seeing uh, more of him because it's going to get real. It's going to get to crunch time here. Uh, hey, Drew, what's going on? Thanks so much for holding. Hey, hey Drew, 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 are you are you there? You're on Jets at noon. Going once, going twice, Drew and Greg. Greg, what's going on, Greg? Hey guys, hey. Uh, yeah, I want to echo what that uh, caller said with respect to. Uh, the Jets are, are taking better care of season ticket holders like myself. I, and I bought a quarter season package, but uh, the things that they're doing for us, uh, it's, it's very positive. Um, and, and I said this after, you know, the rush and the, the, the thrill of the team coming back, they never had to work to, to, to sell season tickets. Now they have to work and they're putting in an effort. They're, they're doing a much better job. So I tip my hat to the Jets on what they're doing. And uh, uh, the last thing I want to see is uh, the team leave, and I don't get to take my grandson. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, there's a, I, I, I'm with you on that 100%, Greg, and, I, and I'm going to let you go here. But the, the, the business for the Winnipeg Jets, it's just as Mark Chipman said. They're trans. They were a service industry, and now they're transitioning into a sales into a sales a customer service industry. customer yeah. service industry. So this the business is changing. It was those ten years. They're back. The Winnipeg Jets are back. We have to take a break. We're going to come back. We got some more callers. Bill, uh, I'm I'm with you. I, I see you there too as well. But I'm going to ask a question. So uh, um, we text text the show two zero four seven eight zero sixty eight sixty eight. We have tickets to, to give away to the Sunday game against the Coyotes, the Wasat game. How many? Straight sellouts did the Winnipeg Jets have upon their return in October 2011? A texter who sends the right number, the right amount, is going to get those tickets. We'll be right back. 204-780-6868. Jets at noon on 680 CJOB. Well, congratulations to Glenn. He had the right answer. 332 consecutive sellouts. So congratulations, Glenn. You're to the game Glenn. on Sunday, Glenn. You're, you're going to go see the Jets and the Coyotes on Sunday at Canada Life Center. Real quick, Bill, thanks so much for holding. I got 15 seconds for you if you want to add in and on here on uh, Free For All Friday. Hi, how are you doing? Good, Good, Bill. You got 10 seconds. Okay. I I stopped buying season tickets because they wouldn't give me printed tickets for uh, season tickets. Uh, I need printed tickets because uh, I leave my phone at home and I couldn't get into a game, so that's why... They lost out on seventeen thousand dollars with me. If okay. they give me printed tickets, I would rebuy uh, season tickets again. Okay, Bill. Appreciate the thought, Bill, and, and uh, weighing in on this. Uh, we'll open the phones in the first segment of the Jim Told Show. If you want to, there's more callers on the line. If you want to hold on, we'll get to you in the next uh, first part of the Jim Told Show after the one o'clock news. Game day today. 5.30 pregame show, puck drop at 7.30 right here on 680 CJOB. Jets, Blackhawks, two big points available for the Winnipeg Jets as they try to claim their first ever division title, Jim, and 2.0 history. Thank you very much, Jeffrey Forche, for producing the show. That's it for me. Back same time on Monday, Sam. Jets at noon on 680 CJOB.